Faith Revisited. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Ben. I'm the senior pastor at Historic Trinity Church in downtown Savannah. I'm passionate about following Jesus, loving my family, enjoying all sports involving a ball, and a constant pursuit to find the perfect bottle of bourbon. And I'm Molly, a Methodist from the West Coast, but after moving to Savannah a few years ago, I found a home in Trinity and a friend of Ben's. My greatest joy in life is simply sitting on the front porch with my husband, my crazy dog, and a great bottle of red wine. we'll talk about our own church as we're constantly trying to adapt to an ever-changing world as a downtown historic church. We'll talk about United Methodist Matters as our denomination faces an exciting and uncertain future. We'll explore church leadership in the 21st century. And we'll talk to different faith leaders about their perspectives of religion today, how we can be more authentic, stop alienating people, and how faith is more important than ever to connect us to God and each other. Hey, maybe we'll touch on a topic that speaks to exactly where you are in your faith. We won't know until we try, right? Let's do it. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Faith Revisited. We're so glad that you've joined us, and uh, we've got a fun topic. Uh, Today, we are going to talk about friendship. Friendship, one of my favorite topics. Well, and it's one of your favorite topics, and I've put you up to this, so I want you to go ahead and um, give us a, a brief synopsis on your company that you you have just launched, uh, Blissful Paper Company. Um, more than what it is, give us the why. Like, why is this important? Why is it something that's a passion of yours and drove you to create a company around it? Yeah, so I launched a new business in the last week or two. I've been planning it, and I had the idea for it back in January of this year. Um, It's all about friendship. It's tools and tips of how to be an authentic friend offline. So the whole premise around Blissful Paper Co. are these pre-stamped friendship postcards, which offers a simple touch point, again, offline, um, for friends to really better connect, be there for each other, show up when they don't necessarily know how. There's different groups of friends, different life phases people are in, but my whole idea is how do we better connect these people? How can you be a better friend without necessarily physically being there all the time. So you purposely said twice in that description, offline. We live in a digital world. Everything's online. Why why is it important to be a friend offline? Well, it's starting to feel, social media can feel very inauthentic. Um, we get so wrapped up a lot. I mean, some people do in, you know, our reach or how many people like our post and what we're putting out there that it's not giving an easy way to connect with people, which I think the main purpose of why we're on Facebook now is to follow people's lives, you know, still be in the know of what's going on with their children and, you know, how people are growing up and where life has taken them. I've moved across the country a few years ago. So, um, Social media is great for being in the know, mm-hmm. but people use that as an excuse to not actually like strengthen their friendships and just kind of, it's more face value mm-hmm. where I'm trying to get down to the roots. My friends mean the world to me. And so I want to kind of create a new environment that people can be better friends. So why cards? 
Um, everyone loves snail mail. Mm-hmm. Like, that is, I mean, it's a lost art. You know, people aren't writing thank you notes as much as they are. And so these first postcards that I came out with, there's two different pack designs, like a floral one and a more coral one. Um, but they all say thankful for you on them. So they can be used as an easy thank you note. A friend invites you over for dinner or buys a gift or picks up the coffee tab. You know, you can easily send a little postcard thankful for you, um, but also a touch point. You know, I again, I live across the country from a lot of my friends, so it's a very easy thing. You write three or four sentences. It's only a postcard, so you don't have a lot of room. But when they receive that in the mail, they know that they're thought of, that they're being looked after, and someone's thinking of them. So a friend put me up to doing this. I don't want to take credit for this good idea, (laughs) but it's turned out to be a good idea. Many weeks, I wish I could say every week, but many weeks I, I have a rule that I send out five handwritten cards a week. The church has wonderful postcards and uh-huh. I have a huge stack and, you know, otherwise they collect us. So I, I send them out and try to send them to people um, that I noticed did something recently, served in a special way mm-hmm. or stepped up or just, just I'm, I'm grateful for them, right? Yeah. Um, so I'll send those out. I also have, on the flip side of that, um, a pre-programmed birthday email oh so if if our computer system knows that it's your birthday you're going to get an email from me great email a quote from henry (laughs) now and it's it's Uh all wonderful (laughs) i can tell you though people are grateful for both but i get at least two or three times the number of comments on the handwritten note as opposed to the email yeah it's not even comparable in the end people don't receive you i mean every day how much pieces of junk mail and like unnecessary catalogs you get in the mail but how often when you actually have something that a friend wrote you I mean you're feeling like the warm fuzzy feelings you're going to feel are going to last for days and yeah it makes way more of an impact it shows that you went that extra step to just handwrite a note and the awesome thing about my postcards and a hold up for a lot of people my age is we don't have stamps around like that's just not something that we have often so all of my postcards are pre-stamped i i did not realize that that was kind of your your, That's your little thing. thing yeah um until i saw the the promo yes. video that you did and i was like oh my gosh how brilliant yeah. is that you yeah. went ahead and stamped it That's for me. That's the whole selling point. Yeah. Everyone it's, wants to send a card. We're like, I don't have a stamp. Exactly. Who has stamps? Exactly. So the stamp, like, it's all on there. It comes in a pack of 10. They're all pre-stamped. And that's just an extra level of ease for you to reach out for a friend. I, I'm going to make you uh, at least drop this uh, at least three times <laughs> okay. in, in our time together. But quickly, what, what, what's your website? How can people find these pre-stamped cards? It's blissfulpaper.co. Okay, blissfulpaper.co. Yes, and that's the same on all social media. But, yeah, so leading from this business I launched, which I'm so excited has received a lot of positive acknowledgments and um, orders, so I'm very thankful for everyone who has ordered postcards already. Um, But going into that, there's also a blog aspect of it. So if you go to blissfulpaper.co, there's a shop, but there's also a blog. And on the blog, I go through basically my favorite things, hospitality and hosting, entertaining, gifting, um, and just lifestyle pieces. So I have gift guides galore. I am kind of known, I'm going to toot my own horn, in my friend group as being a good gift giver. Mm-hmm. I love giving gifts to people. Um, and so I've kind of written a bunch of thoughtful tips, um, how to be intentional about gift giving, ideas. There's some great books that I've been gifted and I've been gifting people. So all that lives 
on the website, um, as well as hosting tips. Like when do you bring a hostess gift? People don't realize that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that kind of stuff. When to send a thank you note, when's it appropriate to send an email or a text as a thank you note versus, you know, handwriting something out. So um, blissfulpaper.co has a blog, which I love writing. Um, I've really gotten into that creative space and it's fun to just talk about things that I love. And in the end, we're making our friendships better in that way as well. So you, all of this comes out of your passion for friendship. How? What, what role does friendship play in your life? Uh, what priority do you feel like it takes? I mean, it, how, I mean, this is an outflow of something that's deep in you. So talk yeah. to us. What's the value of friendship for you? Um, friendships, number one. I I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Obviously, um, my friends have taken me through different phases of life, and some friends are there for very long periods of time. You know, I have friends that I've had since before I have memories. Like there's photos of us in diapers together and we're still friends now. But there's also friends that I had in college or in grade school or in other periods of life that have just been around for maybe a short period of time but make such a lasting impact with their lessons they teach you and just being there through you. College was a really awkward, hard time and I didn't realize it until afterwards how much of a transition that is. And so the friends that I had in college, I admire them so much for just all us going through it together like that's I didn't live near home I lived away um, and so our friends those are your chosen family so this is all kind of a cul- culmina- culmination there we go of the friendships in my life I have friends that have been around for over 10 years and I have friends I moved across the country and I've just met friends in the past few years and these are also my family they're, they're family you get to choose and that's really important I love that the family that you choose I mean, family's wonderful, but yes. we don't get much of a choice in Correct. it. Correct. <laughs> and sometimes we wish we had more yeah, of a choice. Exactly. So at least our friend family is the family that that we choose. And it's important, like I said, especially if you live, you live across the country, literally, yeah. mm-hmm. from your family. Yeah. And so, yeah, you have to surround yourself with a... And no matter what, if you live close to family or not... When you're a friend, when you have a tight friend group or friend circle, they're there through those different phases, having babies, you know, school age, when the children are there, you know, maybe before you have children and it's a little more carefree of a life. But friends are so important to help establish positive connections and relationships. I mean, there are studies about loneliness and friendship and how friendship is so good for your mental health. Um, yeah, I, I saw on TV the other day, and I may butcher this stat, but I want to say that I saw a study had been done that somewhere upwards of 60% of millennials say they don't have a single close friend. Yeah. Wow. It's shocking. And I think a lot of that stems back to social media, which is very unfortunate. But because we have to act our lives online so much and, you know, put what's online up on a pedestal, that we're losing those real connections with friends, like the real spending time together. Someone who cares for you. If you're having a rough day, like you want someone to reach out and say, you know, how are things going? Maybe I have a friend recently who just got a promotion at a job, which is very exciting because she's been miserable and she had a, um, a superior who just like wasn't very kind. And so she was trying to figure out, okay, what's the best way to do this? And it ended up appearing in the way of a promotion under another supervisor and she has us to share that with Mm -hmm. and you know we can ask her on a Wednesday how's your week going like are things okay you know 
deep breaths, yeah. get through this. So one of the things that, that's a real uh, joy in my life is um, our annual conference piloted this program called S3, okay. Study, Service, and Sabbath. Um, and, and you're supposed to get with a group of friends and 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 do those things. Mm-hmm. Well, the truth is probably the strongest groups do Sabbath together best uh-huh. yeah. because as pastors, we're busy. You know, we have families, we have churches to lead, we have yeah. all this other stuff, and, and we really don't carve out time well to just unwind yeah. from it all. On top of that, because you're a pastor, you're always wearing a mask. Yes. And to have friends you can take the mask off with, yeah. especially those who share your vocation, uh-huh. for me. Absolutely. Um, I mean, let's be honest. You know, if I want to have a glass of scotch and gripe about a church member, yeah. these guys, they, exactly they've been there, the they've done yeah, it. They like, have those people also. Absolutely. Yeah. So so really one of the fun things is about three times, now three or four times a year, uh, we will get together, pick a state park mm-hmm. somewhere in Georgia, um, and spend 24 to 48 hours together, you know, hanging out, having fun, grilling steaks, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um and sharing, you know, yeah. those struggles. I, I I did it because I knew friendship was an important thing to have. Mm-hmm. I never really realized how valuable this experience would be because yeah. the conference paid you to be a part of it for two years. So they okay. gave you money to do things uh-huh. as friends. We're now two years beyond that mm-hmm. and still going strong. Like yeah. we, we literally talk daily. Yeah. Um, now, what's fun is you talk about like the online and offline. We don't, yeah. none of us live in the same town. Uh-huh. Or a couple guys do, but but we're spread out. There's eight of us spread yeah. out all over. So we utilize the app Slack. Yes. For for group conversation, yeah. you know. So we have different Slack channels for different types of conversations, mm-hmm. and we we laugh. I'm the Slack police, so don't yeah. don't put a comment about your church in a comment yeah. about general, because that's where we just talk about real life. Yeah. Like don't don't mix conversations. Yeah. But but we do that, and that combo. Uh huh leads us into our in-person, but but it keeps us connected from afar. I agree. And I think social media is very important for friends, but it's when it gets in the way and you're not trying anymore to be a good friend because it's equal give and take. You have to put in just as much effort as you're expecting out of it. And I think that's how you really strengthen friendship. So it's a good mix to have, you know, keep in contact in all avenues. Well, and I think you know a lot more about social media and, and internet stuff than I do, but in my experience, you know, we don't get, there's no way to get rid of the digital world. Yes. We're in it. Yeah. But there's a difference between a platform and a communication tool. Absolutely. So Slack is effective for us. I think because it's not a platform where I project the very best version of myself, Absolutely. whereas Facebook or Instagram is. Yeah. So so it, there's no pretending. There's just it's, yeah. there's just conversation. It's real conversation. Yeah. So being able to discern even as you communicate and do things online, you know, is this is this a platform where I project myself? Is this something I can be really real in? I think that's helpful. Well, and I think it's important for you to recognize who those true and real friends are in your life and strengthen those ones. There are some friendships that are also very fun to have, but they're more on a base level. It's Mm -hmm. not anything deeper than that. And not all friendships need to be deeper. You know, there are purposes for every type of friend in your life. And so there are people you realize that, oh, I really want this friendship to go deeper. I want to spend more time with this person. I want to, you know, and there are ways that you can work on that. There's one thing that we've 
talked about in a previous episode, I believe, but how we're in such a divisive culture Mm -hmm. and how I think Brene Brown talked about, and probably many others, how we agree on, if you're agreeing on the negative stuff, all the things you dislike, if you start a friendship by, oh, I can't stand this, or I hate this, or let's dislike this commonality together, it's very hard to transition into, um, well, these are things I do like doing. And so that's also something to be aware of. I think taking note of your friends in your life, so kind of doing a, not a friend, a friendship audit seems very official, but, you know, recognize those friends that you want to be there for more, you want to get on a deeper level with, um, you want to connect with, and just see kind of where you can do better. Yeah, uh, and what's also very important, I mean, I'm the preacher in the room, so I have to at least share, friendship matters a lot to God. Really? It is It is a vital aspect of human life. You can go throughout Scripture and, and, and read about friendships. I think about David and Jonathan in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. you know, best friends. Um, Jesus had friends. I mean, I, I was thinking about this before we started taping this. Um, you know, he goes and raises Lazarus from the dead in, in, in John's Gospel. But before he does it, he, he cries because hmm. his friend Lazarus is dead. Now, who knows what was going through his mind, what he knew, what he did, I, you know, all that. You, we yeah. can debate that theologically. But he gets word that his friend Lazarus is dead and he cries. He's moved to tears. Huh. And, and it's... That's powerful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's he felt friendship on a deep level. John's Gospel does a beautiful job of really speaking to the heart of, of what friendship means to Jesus. You know, later on, just before his death, he tells the disciples, I don't call you disciples anymore. I call you friends. How special. He had gone through life with them, and, and, and this very difficult thing was coming, but 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 that he wanted them to know, if they didn't already, that, that for him, that transition from being disciples and students and pupils, you know, that was gone. I mean, they were his friends. That was that was his tribe. That's that's who that's who did life with him. Yeah. And that's so great. So and that's one thing to look out in your own life. Who are your you know, your tribe, who are your people, and really focus in on that um, and try and make those deeper. That's the whole point of why I launched this new business and, and putting myself out there for all that. But my friends are some of the most important people in my entire life. And um, we've gone through a lot together. I've moved away. You know, I'm still very connected with many friends. Um, and I I wouldn't give that up for anything. Yeah. And, and we're as human beings, it's important to remember that we're wired for community. Yes. We're wired to be together. Now, we don't always do that well, but but we need some sort of human interaction. Yeah. Um, I'm reminded there was a, a um, study or, or, or I think a TED Talk maybe I heard once that um, a scientist had studied um, underneath the ground like wavelengths or movements between mm-hmm. uh, uh, trees. Huh. And, and in the rooting system, this whole scientific way of studying this but basically what they found out through this study is that the trees all communicated with each other that they were all that through their root systems they all it was almost like they and then what was even uh wilder than that is if one tree was lacking resources because of their intertron root systems other trees would send resources along what and a great, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's, it's this it's this uh, biological way that yeah. friends are there to lean on each other. Yeah, and 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 be with each other and strengthen each other and make mm-hmm. each other's lives better. Yeah. So I wanted to do a couple very quick things of how you can be a better friend. Just yeah. a quick little list. Um, and if you have anything you want to add on, um, 
number one is ask your strongest friend how they are. Um, your strongest friend may be the one who needs of some lifting up. Um, and just because they're maybe silent and strong doesn't mean that they don't want that support and love. So um, take a moment and ask the person who you think is the strongest um, if they need anything. Um, also, it's this is my little trade tip, is know their favorites, um, also their allergies. Um, it's very helpful to just keep a list kind of in your phone or something of, you know, oh, if we go out for coffee, they really like a cappuccino with almond milk. And so, you know, that gives you an opportunity in the future to surprise them and really make them feel loved mm. if you remember that also if they're allergic to dairy or something you know it's just helpful to have that list somewhere um, another one is um, make time we're both we're all busy um, you really have to prioritize I um, schedule friend dates out two or three weeks in advance just to have something on the calendar, a coffee, a lunch, a dinner, sometimes just for dessert. You meet up after maybe the kids are asleep and just have a little bit of time with tea and, you know, cake and get together and discuss life. So we're all busy, but you can prioritize and make time for friendships. Um, One or two more, um, push them to be their best self. Mm. I think it's very important to want them to be better um, ask them kind of what their dreams are and then support them in getting that way. If they want to be debt free, I have a friend right now who's really into budgeting. And so I don't suggest let's go out to happy hour. I say, how about I bring a bottle of wine over to your house and let's chat. So be aware of their goals and help push them to be a better version of themselves. And lastly is be present. If you're together, don't be on your phone. Um, really take that time because it matters and it will mean something to both of you. You'll both grow from that. Mm, that's really good. I, the, I only have two to add that kind of came to mind. Um, those, that's a great list. I really love the one about paying attention to favorites. Yeah. That's really thoughtful. Um, one that comes to mind is um, if you're married, make sure you have a close friend at least one other than your spouse yes your spouse is an amazing person Mm -hmm. most likely um, and they carry the emotional freight for a lot in your life don't make them carry all of it spread some of that emotional freight out among a couple friends too absolutely Um, you know I I tell my wife everything but do I depend on her you know response and Mm -hmm. and, and, you know sometimes yes but, but really I need to spread that out and have friends that I can go to. Yeah, and also my husband doesn't fulfill what my best friends do. And I don't expect him to. That's not his role. Um, But if I need that support and that rah-rah and that cheerleader and the person who's always going to be, you know, that comes from other places. Yeah. The the second one, and it's a goal that we've had um, and, and have not done a very good job of this year, but with transitions and grad schools and all this other stuff that's been going on, we're, we're going to really try to work harder. But um, don't wait for your house to be perfect yeah. to have your friends over. Yeah. Don't think that you have to hire a maid and do, mm-hmm. you know, scrub the baseboards. Or even pick up the kids' toys. Yeah. I mean, just don't, yeah. you know, don't worry so much about it. Because I think so many of us, especially with kids, yeah. um, we just think, oh, I can't ever have a friend over because the house is a mess. And, you know, then you're tired by the weekend. And, mm-hmm. the, you know, maybe you're working on debt or whatever. And then before you know it, every Friday night spent, you know, you and Netflix and a bottle yeah. of wine. And you don't have the social interactions you need. Yeah. So one of our goals that we that we keep saying we want to really get good at is once a month have a friend over absolutely for dinner 
Um, we're we're blessed with a very large house. Yes. Uh, an apartment is the top of our church. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're like, we've got all this space. Yeah. We really should have people over yeah. more. And that's a good point. Set goals for what you mm-hmm. want to do. And whether it's just, you know, having people over or making new couple friends or, um, you know, getting out there and doing an activity every once in a while, you know, it could be a walk around the park. It does not have to be hard, but you have to prioritize that. Well, and I even think about like, you're really wonderful about opening your home. Home and, yes. and you you almost single-handedly can do it all. Not all of us are as talented as you. <laughs> Find friends like Molly yeah. <laughs> and say, look, I want to open my home, but I need you to help me with food. And Absolutely. Would you, could it's we partner? not all on yeah. you. And those are some other things. If you do, I'll say it again, blissfulpaper.co. Um, I have a lot of hosting tips. I'm starting this series called Simple Gatherings. My friend and I have, my friends and I, we have this thing called a smorgasbord dinner. So everyone basically cleans out their fridge and brings everything over to one person's house and we just sit one person's in charge of wine you know there's always hummus veggies a dip you know some type of chips salsa guac like just whatever you have in your fridge bring it over and we put it all out on the table and we just sit and chat we call that sunday lunch at my house there you go exactly. we haven't been to the grocery store i'm busy at church yeah katie's got to feed the kids in a pinch yeah. clean out the fridge yeah and do that with friends that's right why have not friends over yeah fridge. have and then you have more selection into your fridge but there are very easy ways to get together and I really enjoy talking about friendship. I'm glad that Ben suggested that this episode be about friendship and um, just look for other ways that you can be a better friend and in turn you're going to be blessed with better friendships. Absolutely. Life is better uh, when lived with friends. So tell us one more time your website. Blissfulpaper.co. Blissfulpaper.co. Go check it out. Uh, This was a great episode. It's really fun because uh, we get to discuss uh, friendship and and be friends doing it. So it's really came natural. And I do appreciate Ben's support because he's been aware of this whole business idea probably since the very beginning, <laughs> since January, February. So, Well, it's yeah. going to make a lot of people uh, go deeper in their friendships, and that's going to really make their lives better. So congratulations. Yeah. Check it out. Thank you so much. Feel free to leave a review on Apple iTunes. That would be so great. And we'll connect on social media. Have a great day.